Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you'll naturally become a match to the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm really excited to be talking to Deanna Dorrell again. She's an intuitive love coach and healer. Welcome, Deanna. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, everybody. Hello. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm always so excited when I get to do these with you. Yes, we always have so much fun. And we're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. I see so many people in the chat. Hi to Sue, Tiffany, Thania, Jennifer, Ginger, Miranda, Melinda, Maya, Teresa, Tiffany, everybody. They're saying Deanna is amazing. I'm so excited for this. So today we're going to be talking about how to declutter your energy and heart. Deanna is going to be sharing three tips and she so generously offered to do some free intuitive readings for everyone joining us live. So we're really excited. Deanna, is there anything you want to say before we get started? Yeah. So um, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, the way that we do readings, um, you can actually call in live or you can put your question into the chat. Um, we want to stay away from like yes or no questions. So when you ask your question, if you could phrase it in the following way. So what is the energy around? And then just give me like the theme of what you're asking, like, you know, my relationship or, you know, this upcoming job interview um, so that you really stay in your power. And it also helps me to really get the most accurate message. Great. And I know for people listening to the replay of this, they can actually receive intuitive messages as well, just listening to people calling in or typing their questions into the chat, right? Absolutely. Thank you for mentioning that. Like, no matter when you listen to this, if you set the intention right now to receive exactly what you need, then even sometimes before I answer the question, you'll start to get your own impressions. So see it as like, oh my gosh, everything that's being said is is going to apply to me in some way, even if I can't see how just yet. Got it. I know I definitely receive quite a few messages every time we do this, even if you're talking to a caller or even just answering questions <laughs> in the chat. So I know that other people have experienced that as well. So we're going to do the content portion at the beginning as usual, and we will take questions at the end. So feel free to type any questions you have into the chat. When we're ready, we will ask for some callers if anyone would like to call in and talk to us personally. So thank you so much, everyone, for typing in questions already. We'll definitely get to all of those. And Deanna, let's dive into the content that we're going to share here today. What's the first secret you have for everybody? So first, I just want to kind of define what it means to emotionally declutter your heart because it sounds good, right? <laughs> like what the mm. heck does that mean? So um, the context that I want to give all of you is if you think of yourself or your energy as a beautiful like glass vase, um, emotionally decluttering your heart is about like emptying yourself of any toxic energy in this case, like old, if you think of like 
the water, right? After you've left the flowers in too long, it's kind of that slimy, nasty energy. (laughs) You're going to empty yourself of all of that toxic vibes that you may have absorbed from the relationship or from the situation, or maybe you've put into the situation. Maybe it's like a self-talk that we're emotionally decluttering. But I really find that using visuals helps me to to really get the gist of, you know, energy. So if if that helps you, you can just think, okay, like what part of my life do I feel like I need to clean or just replace that water? Um, So I just wanted to set the stage with that. But the first tip is to give yourself the space to grieve the you that was in that situation. And what I mean by that is whenever we enter into a situation that's toxic, whether it's through you know, our own awareness, or maybe something that happens specifically, there's an identity around that. There's a story around that. And oftentimes we just kind of jump to the next thing, you know, we'll delete the guy's number out of our phone. We'll go on 20 dates and we'll change our Instagram picture, but giving yourself the space to grieve that old identity is really, really important to truly emotionally decluttering your heart. And when I mean give yourself space to grieve, it's not um, it's not forever, but letting the emotions bubble up of anger, of you know resentment, maybe even at yourself for what you allowed. All of those so-called you know bad emotions are actually really, really important to feel. And um, you know, even if it's just five or ten minutes out of your day where you let yourself kind of fall apart, I think it's really important to begin um, that decluttering process. That is so powerful. I've always noticed grief coming up as one of the first emotions, even when you're ready to up-level yourself to the next tier, so to speak, in business or in relationships, in any area of your life. Often the first thing that comes up is grief. And sometimes it doesn't really make sense, but the way you explained it, it did make a lot of sense. So I love that you started with that. It can be difficult, right? Do you have any tips for women who are resisting feeling some of those unpleasant emotions because they don't want to get overtaken by them? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that you can tell yourself is this is a necessary step in getting to the other side of it. So similar to fear, right? Anything that we resist is just going to come up in a different way, perhaps in an inconvenient way later on. So if you prep your logical brain for, oh, you know what, this is the, this is actually part of like a required part of the process um, and validating it as just simply a step. It's not who you are. It's not going to be your whole experience, but it's a necessary step if you want to get to that other side. And that other side could be compelling you know, that new relationship or getting married or feeling free to start your own business or whatever it is, like anchoring into your desires is important. But if you see this kind of as a a necessary evil, then it can just be systemic versus like, oh my God, it's this thing that I have to avoid. Got it. That makes sense. The way you explain that is just so beautiful. Jessica in the chat says, I'm already resonating with this. So I'm glad this is really resonating with everybody. Is there anything else you want to say on this one? Or do you want to move on to that second secret you have? Um, so one more thing on grieving, 
You know, part of it too is because a question I get asked a lot is, you know, my my friends are very well-meaning and they want to pull me out of my rut or they, you know, start talking bad about the guy that I just broke up with to make me feel better. Like nobody, um, nobody can have your grieving process. And so part of the grieving process is also communicating boundaries around it. So you may have to say to your best friend, you know what, I love that you just want to make me feel better, but I don't want to feel better right now. Like I actually just need you to listen and really being firm in that so that the people that love you can truly support you. That makes so much sense. Amazing. I'm really loving all of this. And we haven't really talked about this very much before in some of the episodes we've done together. So I'm just checking in with the chat. Joanna says, I'm working night shift right now. I need to listen to this. You're amazing. Your voices are so calming. Thank you so much. Hi, Michelle. Hi, everyone who's just joining us. And the replay will be available in case you missed any part of that first secret you shared. That was so powerful. Deanna, are you ready to move into number two? Yeah. So number two, these kind of all just thread together, right? So the next one has to do with mindset, which I know, Helena, you are like the queen of like (laughs) mindset. (laughs) But when it comes to emotionally decluttering your heart, it's about really setting yourself in that frame of mind that you are like, that it, how do I say this? Like, like it's safe for you to start over. It's safe for you to make a different choice because what I find so often is, you know, there's like a hesitation after something doesn't work, whether it's a, you know, a relationship or a job or a business or even a move. Um, Part of the emotional decluttering process is saying, you know what, I had to be in that spot in order to be where I am now and really believing that, it's possible. So really just like anchoring into your mind, no matter what happened, it had to happen exactly in the way that it did so that I could get to the here and now, not a second before I was supposed to. And this, I mean, this also has to do with, you know, faith and really trusting in that higher plan for your life, but getting in that frame of mind that everything is serving your growth and everything in the universe wants you to succeed and wants you to kick butt, um, that alone can help. And, you know, in terms of how do you do that, I am really old fashioned. I like to just like get a sheet of paper out and write down phrases that kind of flip my fears. So not just like, I can do this, I can get through this, but maybe one of your biggest fears is that you're never going to find somebody else. So then if you flip that specific one, it's, you know, I believe that I can be open to meeting the right person. So it's so specific to the fear or, or the belief, right. That, that is kind of stopping you. So this one requires a little bit of excavation and, and self-reflection. If I were to break it down into, you know, sub tips, it would be write down all your fears or all the reasons why you don't think you can get out of this emotionally darker space and then get creative with the language, right? To write maybe one to five statements, declarations to really rebuild um, your mindset around it. 
I really like that. It's so important. I always talk about how affirmations don't work for a lot of people because if you're saying something like the love of my life is right around the corner or I'm a millionaire or something like that, but you don't believe what you're saying. You're just reciting this list of things that you think you should be feeling, but your energy and your vibe is focused on scarcity or fear or lack what the universe or the forces are, that are operating here are picking up on is that energy, not the exact words you're using. So I like this speaking to the fear and saying something you you can actually get behind energetically. Like you actually believe those things. Now you're in alignment. What you're saying and what you're feeling are in alignment and what you want can start making its way to you. Do you agree, Deanna? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you've got to be willing to go a little bit deeper for those affirmations or declarations to really stick. And, you know, and you have to believe it. So there's increments of believing. If you don't believe that there's somebody better out there for you because you're still holding on to the last person, then maybe the affirmation would look like, I'm open to the idea that I could feel something for someone again, versus skipping straight to, I'm going to marry my soulmate next month. There's yes. a disconnect. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I did a whole podcast episode with my husband actually called Five Steps to Attract Anything You Want with Your Feminine Energy and the Law of Attraction. That's available on Ooh, my podcast. I'll have to listen on, to that one. Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's a pretty recent one. Even right here on Bullhorn, it should be available. And we talked about how going general often helps because a lot of times we're reaching further than we believe, right? You want to get up yes. to speed with what you're saying and don't try to force yourself to feel something that you're not feeling right now. Honor that feeling. It kind of goes back to the first secret you shared, right? And then kind of gradually get more and more specific. Once you actually start believing some of these things, now you're in alignment and what you want can just flow right in, right? It's going to be as easy that. or as difficult as you're allowing. You're either allowing the stuff in or you're pinching yourself off from it. And I think we pinch ourselves off from it when we reach further than what, what we believe, where we are right now emotionally, rather than honoring where we are and then reaching for the next best feeling thought we have access to, like you said. So that was amazing. Is there anything else you want to say on that one? Or are we ready to move into number three? So to kind of um, transition us, I'm getting, I always get these like images and sometimes they don't always make sense in the moment to me, but they, um, I'm seeing like a, a cupboard. I don't know if anybody in, um, in our group here is like trying to like lose weight or go on a diet or something. This might be a message I'm picking up on for you. But uh, what I see is like, instead of trying to focus on eliminating Focus on adding more of, you know, the things that make you feel like at peace. And they're like, that word peace is really important. So the last tip is really about reclaiming your peace. And an easy way to do that is to add, right, add people, add things, add activities that help you feel at peace, not necessarily help you feel sexy or help you feel beautiful. It, that word peace is very, very important because when we're emotionally decluttering our heart, your sense of peace has been disrupted, right? Mentally, you may believe you're beautiful or that you're deserving and worthy, but your peace inside is like, oh my gosh, like what if this isn't ever going to change? And so, you know, look at the people that are in your life, the people that you spend time with. I always say start there who are the people that really help you feel at peace? Can you consciously spend more time 
around them or in their energy or, you know, like listening to podcasts like this. You said our voices are really, I forgot what she said, calming, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And you can be a curator of your own peace, especially at the beginning when you're trying to, you know, emotionally declutter a lot of stuff. I find it like just start with your environment. Um, but people came up and this idea of like, you know, dieting and trying to eliminate all the carbs and then you lose weight and then you put on like 20 pounds after, mm-hmm. right? We don't want to go into that deprivation space. So just add on more of the stuff that makes you feel peaceful. I love that. It's kind of like the feminine energy way of going about things, right? <laughs> Starting from mm-hmm. how you feel on the inside rather than creating a stringent external list or diet or exercise routine that you can't deviate from when really it's important to listen to your body, listen to your emotions really in any area of life and then go from there. I always say make yourself feel good first and then go into action. You don't want to spring into action when you're feeling misaligned without tending to your own energy first. It's so important. So that is great. Let's recap those three because I see there are uh, some people just joining now, so they might have missed the first couple. So if you'd like to recap those three secrets, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So the first tip was to give yourself the space to grieve um, and really um, having boundaries around communicating what you need with the people in your life. So I don't need you to tell me it's going to be better. I actually just want to feel the anger right now. And the way you can support me is by just listening, like really having the language of grieving down and not being afraid of those emotions so that you can really step into that space of freedom, which is what we all want when we're decluttering. And then the second tip was about mindset. So looking at the things that you're afraid of that come up and really turning them on their head and coming up with logical next step stretch declarations around believing, right? Believing that you can get out of this, that you can declutter your heart. And then the third one that we just talked about is, you know, reclaiming your peace, doing things that help you reclaim that feeling of peacefulness and groundedness, starting with the people that you're spending time with, and the environments that you put yourself in. Perfect. Thank you so much for recapping those. I'm so glad to be putting this information out there because this is often the first step. I see so many people trying to just jump into dating or jump into starting a new business without doing these steps first. And they might get short-term results, but I think you really need to declutter your energy and your heart in order to get those permanent lasting results that we know everyone here is looking for. So that was great, Deanna. How would you like to do this intuitive reading? Would you like to take some callers first? I see a ton of questions in the chat, so we can do those at the beginning. Yeah. Completely up to you. Yeah. Let's um, let's go to the lines first and then we can kind of just toggle. I trust you. I can't really see the chat. So okay. <laughs> Lena, yeah, I'm trusting you. Everything. Just- yeah, exactly. Just like we always do. I'll, I'll take care of all that. And you just tap in. And if anyone would like to call in, oh, I see Melinda calling in already. For everyone listening, there's a green circle with a telephone icon on your screen. You can just click that to get added to the queue. So we'll take Melinda first. And then I see Sue up next. So, Melinda, I just opened you up. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear Hi, you. Hi, Melinda. Hi there. So, um, my question is, I am 10 days no contact with my, I guess, ex-boyfriend now. Um, we were long-distance relationship, but not crazy long-distance, only two hours away. So, we did see each other very, you know, 
almost every weekend. And occasionally he would make a random trip up here during the week just to surprise me and take me out to dinner. So in the breakup came very sudden, very out of the blue. I'm not even sure if I broke up with him or he broke up Mm. with me. The gist of it is that he kind of started giving me vibes that when I asked him about moving closer, I wanted to throw that out there. His mind was at and everything he was telling me just sounded like nothing but doubt. He was fearful of moving closer. He didn't want to be alone in case it didn't work out. And I just felt like at that moment, like I had to like break things off with him. And so I did, and I did it gracefully. I said, you know, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. It makes me sad. I've been paying attention to videos. Um, It makes me sad that you feel that way. And I parted, you know, I broke things off with them and immediately went into no contact. And so today's day 10, no contact. So um, what are you feeling on his energy? Are you picking up anything on his energy? Or is, I mean, is there hope for this? So it's funny, like just when you started talking, I think you just said the the word long distance. Um, I just, I felt like, because I, I look at like the relationship as its own energy. So when I bring both of you together, I saw the image of, you know, somebody with their arm like stretched all the way, like, like stay away, which I'm assuming is him. Um, he's like guarding himself in some mm-hmm. way. And, uh, and I pulled a card around this too, while you were talking and I got unknown territory. There's an owl in the picture, which generally, um, you know, indicates a seer of truth. So, you know, you've got to trust your feelings here. Um, I can't see whether he's going to necessarily come back, but I do see that you were following your instincts um, and it wasn't coming from a place of anxiety or fear. So, um, you know, although it's uncomfortable to be in this, in this breakup, I feel like you, you were following your gut and you're, there's going to be something positive that comes out of it. But right now you are kind of meant to be um, in this unknown territory and it may pull him back in, but I just see that as it stands, that relationship needed to have a turning point because for you, you were emotionally committing more than he was. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. And well, yeah, I guess that's um, kind of how I've been looking at it too. It's painful and it does give me anxiety being in no contact for so long but I do strongly feel like if he, I feel like he needs to know what it's like to be without me completely. And part of me wants to hope that like he misses me a little bit. Right. You know? Um, right. Yeah. Or maybe no, you... he's just suffering just as much as I am. That would be cool too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you are following your intuition and sometimes when we do that, it's like, oh, God, I don't want to know the answer, right? Like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to break up with him, but it's what you had to do. So you've got to trust yourself in this. And and the lag, I don't I don't see that it's going to be for a long time. Um, but the more that you can really pile on that self-care right now, and, you know, we talked about reclaiming your peace, all that energy mm-hmm. that you're going to re- be recouping from not having to mentally fixate on, like, oh, my God, like, did I do the right thing? Like everything in that card is saying, no, like you were got, you were guided from your truth. Trust that. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in. Okay. I see Sue up next. I just opened you up and then we have uh, Thania and Ginger after that. Hi, Sue. Hi there. Thank you so much, Helena. You're a real godsend uh, to me. I've learned a lot from you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to hear that. I think this is your first time calling in, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Hi, Sue. Hi there. Um, so I have a, a question um, probably for, for both of you. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with my um, dating life is that I my mood and outlook on life is so dramatically affected by, you know, whether a guy, whether it's someone I've been involved with, let's say for a few months or a couple of years, or even just someone randomly online that I'm chatting with, whether they, you know, text back or whether they drop off. Um, and I just wanted to ask why um, or what I could do or what kind of affirmation I could um, say, you know, to not have my happiness or move sort of, mood sort of dependent on this um, outcome. And, um, you know, I do the things that are like the physical um, things like focusing on what's in front of me. Um, trying to keep myself, you know, busy on tasks and things I like to do, going for a run, what have you. But somehow there is a sort of, um, yeah, like a a different way of looking at things that I'm in a much better, I have a much cheerier outlook just if a guy is sort of, it's it's very codependent actually, Um, if a guy is sort of paying attention or giving me sort of like validation or something. I I, I know it comes from my childhood. but I'm just wondering what kind of advice you could offer for that. Helena, do you want to go first? Yeah, I was just <laughs> jump in. It's just such a common situation. I mean, I've been there myself. We all have. I mean, who can't relate to that? A guy that we like gives us attention or some sort of validation or reassurance and we feel incredible, right? Then we get hit with that other side of him who's not ready for a relationship or he doesn't respond the way we were hoping or maybe he disappears and it feels terrible. And really, I found what your soul is seeking is that love from yourself. No amount of validation or attention from someone else will permanently fill what you actually need. It can only be filled by you. So what that is specifically, we don't know yet, but you have to learn how to feed whatever that is that you're looking on the outside, trying to get that filled up on the outside. And you probably know enough now that you're not like overtly trying to do that, but it's kind of a subconscious thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's just, it's sort of like, um, I don't want it to affect me, but it just does. And I thought, okay, this is um, a really good um, podcast to call in with because mm. it's something that I, I think, I think you're right. I think a lot of women have this. Um, and I just want to be able to get to a point, but yet I feel like if I got to the point where their attention or so wouldn't affect me, that perhaps I would then become a little bit more callous or a little bit more brazen or not, you know, not caring enough. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. Yeah. Where you can't become a little bit more cavalier about things and you think, Oh, well, it doesn't matter if they text me back or right. Um, pay attention or call when they say they will or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little, a little drop of that might actually be helpful for you yeah, guys, because you're not going to turn into this cold hearted person. I mean, you right. are, who you are right? Um, right. Yeah. Deanna, I would love to hear if anything specific is coming up. So 
Um, do you have a pen by chance? I do. I wrote down my notes so that even though they came out a little bit scrambled. <laughs> oh, no, you're yeah. fine. So I was just kind of channeling as um, you were speaking with Helena. So this, this phrase comes up. Um, I allow nothing to disrupt my inner peace and sovereignty. Oh, I love that. So I'm just going to have you repeat that back to me and, and just really feel that in your body. And anybody listening that resonates, you can do it with us. I allow nothing to disrupt my inner peace and sovereignty. What do you notice in your body as you say that? I feel kind of light and a little bit of goosebumps, sort of. Um, feel more powerful. Yeah, it feels very freeing. Actually, I think Deanna's. Oh, audio, okay. It was her audio. I think her I thought. audio <laughs> might have cut out. No, I hear oh, no. you great. I was waiting okay. for her to respond. So, Deanna, you might want to close out and come back in. That is beautiful, though, Sue. I love that. Did that resonate with you, that phrase? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also helpful, like with, you know, so many things in life. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some of my other podcasts I have upcoming over the next few months that might be helpful if you're able to call in to them. Okay. I have one on how to stop attracting the wrong men so you can attract the right one. It was just me. I think the title is my best advice. You can go look for it. It should be helpful for everybody. But oh, I about... love that. Yeah, oh, did that you was... listen to that one? Yeah, yeah, like three times. That was in like November or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. great. No, I love yeah. that one. Yeah, it was brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually the number one thing I would probably recommend for you. It sounds kind of strange, like it's off point for your situation, but actually those exercises I share are perfect for what you're going through. And I see Deanna called back in. Hey, Deanna, can you hear us? Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. Of course, somebody calls me right the second. <laughs> like, no. that always seems to happen. Yeah. I think you probably heard Sue repeating that back. That totally resonated with her. Any last words of wisdom for her? Yeah. You know what? I, the only thing I'll say is that it's, it's totally normal to feel what you're feeling. And, um, you know, instead of trying to spend so much time figuring out like, <laughs> like why you shouldn't be doing that, right? Like why you right, shouldn't let right. a man's choices affect you. It's like, just notice it and like, love that part of you. And it's like, oh, there you are again. It's that little girl that we all have that just wants to be validated. And yeah you know, reminded that she's actually not in charge. Like adult Sue is in charge and that takes some time. But if you can keep your energy light around it, um, you'll move through it faster. I so appreciate your help. Both of you really so helpful. Oh, our pleasure. Thanks You're for welcome. calling in. Yeah, Thank you very much. To... Yeah. Have a lovely day. Here. You too. And for everyone listening, I'll be here every other Tuesday for the rest of this year. So feel free to call back in and give us updates. I would love to hear how this goes for you. So Thania, I opened you up next. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Am I? <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yes. It's Tanya. 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 With the TH. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in. I think this is your first time calling in too, right? Yes, I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, you're fine. We're, we promise we won't bite. <laughs> so my question is like my energy with my significant other, he constantly shuts down and I'm in work in progress. So 
I'm trying to understand him and I noticed obviously he's an avoidant, but I'm trying to understand him so hard. And then I don't want to go back to my old traits. So I don't know if you feel the energy or not like with him. So let me ask you this. What is it that you want to see change in your relationship? Well, for him to acknowledge. Well, well, as right now, he is getting the help. But I'm afraid that I'm not going to be patient enough to stick, you know, with, with him. Okay. So is the question, what is your question exactly? Is the energy between us because right now we're having our space and all that stuff and it's hard for me to get in my feminine energy it's really hard for me yeah so it's funny I pulled a card around this just to kind of help us focus a little bit and I got stepping into your power says you are strong beyond measure and it's this image of um you know, of a person with a lantern and this is you and there's like people behind you, but you're like, you're the light and you're like showing them the path. So this is really about leading yourself. So a little bit unconventional advice here, but I see that part of you getting into your feminine is actually embracing your healthy masculine a little bit more. So with, which, with each of these energies, right? Masculine, feminine, there's like a, a healthy version of it and then an unhealthy version of it. And even with the feminine, if you're just learning how to work with it, it's easy to fall into like kind of the, the unhealthy, which is just like, you know, kind of a victim. Everything happens to me. I'm not at, you know, agency to anything. And then the distorted masculine can be, you know, kind of a tyrant and aggressive. But right now, what I'm getting is you're learning how to really step into that healthy masculine and set boundaries. And this includes with your relationship. So there may be um, behaviors in this that, you know, you've been avoiding. And now that you're not together, it's or that you're not physically in the same space, mm-hmm. in the same way, you get to see it more clearly. And it's like, wow, I hope he can like step up to the plate because I don't know that I can deal with this. That's the energy I'm getting from you. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. So in order to give him the space to do what he's going to do without kind of falling into the role, right, of that distorted masculine or distorted feminine, which is more like mothering, yes. it's it's actually less is more. So the less that you do okay. for him, the the easier it will be for him to get the clarity that he needs to either meet you you know, where, where you need him to be or to have that conversation and part ways. Um, but either way, you're not going to compromise yourself anymore. Cause I do see that you've made a lot of concessions in this dynamic from the beginning. Yes. A hundred. Yes. Oh my God. You're absolutely right. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I mean, you're doing great. I think it's just like feeling comfortable in your healthy masculine. You need it right now and it's totally okay. And then your natural feminine will come out because your masculine is intact. It's there. Okay. Now I feel calm. <laughs> Good. Because I do watch all of your videos with Helena and then you. 
Oh. It's very um, soothing to understand a little bit more. Oh, I'm so oh. glad. And thank you for being brave and calling in. I know yeah. I know you were like nervous. You did great. I'm always nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to hear this was helpful. And yeah, like I said, I'll be here every other Tuesday at this time, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So feel free to call back in sometime and give us updates. But I'm glad that was helpful. Yes. Thank you so much, ladies. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, Ginger is up next. Hi, Ginger. Hi there. Hi, Ginger. Hi, you too. Hello, Tiana. Hello. Oh, this is awesome. I, I love the um, container that you guys have for all of this and sharing and, and creating such a safe space for people to share. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you for calling in and being a part of it. How can we help? Yeah, of course. Um, it, it's, of course, divine that um, Tanya just went before me because uh, it was very insightful to hear about the distinctions around the healthy masculine uh, that, that women can hold around boundaries. And my question is around understanding how to take care of myself and and go through that grieving process with um, someone who, like I had separated relationship-wise many years ago. And recently it was just, there was a situation where um, there was just a lot of hurt feelings. Like uh, he didn't end up having my back and mm. we really were in a place where I thought both of us would have each other's back. And so it was pretty devastating. And I'm just processing through all the, the release and the grief around that. And I wanted to, you know, connect with Diana and her energy and see what, what additional insight there may be for me in that process. Um, to really tune in and, and get additional distinctions or things that I can do to heal and resolve that. Mm, so it's funny, like, just as you were talking, I saw an image of a sunflower. And like the sunflower is, you know, just like blowing in the wind. And when I asked spirit, like, what does this mean for her? It's like, let, let, nothing, um, let nothing dampen your sunshine. And there's, there's like a metaphor here of feeling kind of like alone in this, right? So our grieving process is so personal. And part of what you may find in your own healing is, gosh, you know what, like, how can I trust this person again? Or how can I open my heart to the degree that I did? Not even in a romantic sense, but just like mm -hmm. in general, because yeah. I do see that you gave a lot um, and you were very vulnerable and open and tender and it was kind of used against you. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was taken and, and provided to someone who was wanting to do a lot of harm to me. And so it was, it was very much a situation of me stepping out and being really vulnerable and speaking to his highest version and he just wasn't in touch with that version so it ended up being really harmful yeah so you know if i were to give you any 
advice, I would say use, if it's helpful, use that image of the sunflower, like see that sunflower on your heart chakra. And if you do any kind of meditation or even going for a walk, just visualize that sunflower opening up to the widest point possible. You know, it's like, it's safe for you to glow again. And it's safe for you to be that, that inner sunshine for yourself. And sunflowers Mm -hmm. are really tough. I don't know if you've ever tried to cut a sunflower, but like those stems are really, really thick. And that is your, your anchoring, your foundation. It's like, yes, this rocked you, but it doesn't have to. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's definitely been like, one of the most heart-wrenching experiences and I like the words you used of it's really rocked me is you know it feels like I've been so off kilter for so long um Mm. because it's been a couple months that I've been you know navigating this situation um so yeah anything that can create more strength and uh and figuring out if it's really at what level of of resolve or repair is actually healthy given the rupture that happened in the relationship yeah well and right now i would say let that be revealed Um, I don't think you need to come up with an answer to that at this moment because your energy is just wanting to cocoon. Yeah. Okay. So, cause I mean, you, you've done so much personal development and you're such a lover and a giver. I know you're like, I just, there's a part of you that just wants, wants it all to be better for everybody. <laughs> I just want yes, to make, make I, I it wanna, look pretty. <laughs> I want to make it better probably sooner than, um, than the grief process is <laughs> able to be finished for sure. And then, and I'm definitely have overgiven that that's a pattern that I've been made aware of in this whole situation is, is how much I've overgiven. And that's where the boundaries come in um, and being able to protect myself more with that healthy masculine. Yes. And it will be revealed to you. You know, part of the healthy feminine is like, I just trust that the answer is going to come and you don't need to force it. But I would say right now, if you were to do anything is, is bring that sunflower energy into your space. Maybe you even buy yourself some sunflowers and look at the stems like yourself, like, oh my God, this is me. I am tough but I'm gorgeous, you know, and I can bloom and I can sway in the wind, but I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. That's a beautiful analogy. Thank wow, you for thank calling you, in. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. It sounds like there's some people in the chat who feel the exact same way as you. I see someone saying, I feel the same, so heartbroken to trust again. So I'm sure that was helpful for everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. And next up is Teshia. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Beautiful names today. I know. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, ladies. Hi, Helena. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Thanks for calling in. I think this is your first time calling in, too. We have a lot of first-time callers today. 
Yes, I love intuitive readings. I'm a I'm a Yay. big fan. Thank you. Thank you for holding <laughs> the Of course. How can we help today? So, um, let's see. I get on. I get on, and then I'm all nervous. So, um, recently, I just I've been doing a lot of healing and um, inner work, and bursting through all my boundaries and things. And so. Actually, Helena, I had a question for you as well. Um, I'm, I've been doing really good. And since I found your work, like feminine energy just makes sense now. So I'm just like, okay, finally, I get an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't have to spend $4,000 on a course trying to find the answer. So it all makes sense now. And thank you so much for making things make sense with feminine energy. It's just, I want to say thank you for that. And I feel like I'm doing so good that when I go to take out my trash, I can't even make it halfway to the trash before a man's like, hey, let me get that for you. I'm like, I must be getting close. And I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I have one guy literally stop in the middle of the street with the car running and it's like, hey, let me get that for you. I was just like, I must be doing so good. So, but at the same time, I know I'm doing good, but I haven't really put myself out there yet. And so I, my question is like, what do you feel around my blocks? Like if you could feel, I know they're, they're there. <laughs> But like, if you could really kind of like feel something for me. So, um, Helena, did you want? Yeah, I'm just so happy to hear that. Yeah, (laughs) I know you're the intuitive one, but I I see when you just put yourself out there, you're just gonna get swarmed with men because (laughs) everyone can feel it in your energy. You're so vivacious, and your energy is so bright, and you can see that. You can't even walk to the the curb to take the trash out without men wanting to help you. So I don't think you're gonna have any problems at all. But I would love to hear Deanna if anything's coming up. Yeah. So I totally agree with Helena. I feel like you you have just like gotten into your goddess energy and experienced it. And it's very fun. Um, in terms of the block, you know, one of the, the biggest things that I see is um, it's it's funny. It's like almost a fear of success, like uh-huh. actually having it work out and like having one person in your life for a long time. Like there's a part of you, I don't know, that may feel a little bit scared. It's like, well, what are they going to see if they get beyond, you know, just kind of the gloss, so to speak, and actually see all of me? Yeah, that that has, yeah, that could definitely be it. Um, <laughs> I do have a fear of commitment or I did have a fear of commitment, but it's probably still there. I'm still working on it. So I'm, I'm going to be working on it forever. I know. Um, so, because I have to. Yeah. So, I mean, to speak to that fear of commitment is actually very common. Um, and it's, it's funny. I usually talk to the people that have the biggest hearts that tell me that, like, why do I have a fear of commitment? Like I have so much love to give, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's about trusting yourself to not overextend your energy or to lose yourself in another person. Part of the fear of commitment, right? It's like, oh my God, because if I finally let myself have it, I'm going to give so much. I'm not even going to recognize myself anymore. So I'm not even going to go there. Yep. That's been my entire past. I was engaged for six years and then I cut it off because I was giving myself too much and I I lost myself and then I was like, who am I? And everyone just kept saying, you need to love yourself. And this was in 2020. And I was like, why do people keep saying I don't love myself? I do everything for him. And I'm just like, oh, that's the problem. Mm. <laughs> I 
me and everything for him. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, um, and there's, there's a course that I have that I think you would really love and it's not $4,000 either. <laughs> but it's called Amplify Your Love Energy. Helena actually has a link to it. Um, yeah. I think that would be perfect for you. Definitely. I'll include that in the description. That'll be the first link in the description when the replay of this posts. I know people have been loving that. And are you still offering intuitive private sessions to the first few people who join that? Yeah. So if you are in the first um, 10 to get that, I'm doing a mini uh, private reading, which is a big deal because I'm getting to the point in my business where I may have to scale back doing um, doing those. So if you are interested in a private reading, that's a great option. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So amplify your love energy. Got it. Wrote it down already. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Thank you for calling in. If you want to email me after I can send you a link, uh, just Helena heart coaching at gmail.com. Anyone interested in that because the replay of this probably won't post for a few weeks. So if you want to grab that now, just email me everybody and I can send you a link to directly get that from Deanna. But yeah, I just love your energy. I'm sure everyone Thank can just you. feel it. <laughs> so now it's like, <laughs> you're going to be attracting all kinds of guys from all over the place. Now it's just the relaxing part, the allowing part, the letting someone actually get close yeah. to you and, and see who you really are deep down, right? Yeah, experience what they have to give me, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. Love Thank it. you so much, ladies. I really appreciate it. Big love to you both. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Oh, our pleasure. posted on what happens. I'm so curious for everybody. You have to keep, keep showing up and calling in. I've loved just hearing everyone's stories and getting able to uh, being able to talk to you personally. So thank you so much. And it looks like Becky is next. And then we have Elise after that. And then we can go to the questions in the chat. Are you okay to go a little over on time today, Deanna? Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Becky, I just opened you up. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, yes we Hello. can. Oh, good. Um, I have been seeing someone for the last 16 months. His, he was married for 45 years and his wife died suddenly of an aneurysm. And I've known him all my life. And he is, it was a huge loss, and so he's still actively grieving, but my heart feels like a yo-yo, mm. and I'm just, I'm going to take a couple of months and go to Arizona and just kind of gather myself, I guess. Um, so I'm just not sure exactly. What Would you like do. me to pull a card just around like your next step? Would that be helpful? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. Arizona is a very healing place. I actually live there. <laughs> so I can oh. speak to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need the sun. I'm ready. For yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I pulled cleansing waters and it's this image of a goddess um, just tilting her head back and she's got like lotus flowers and lily pads all around her and it says purification activates vibrant life force so i get that you're an empath like many of the people that have called in you feel energy very deeply and in this situation um, a lot of the the heavy energy that's coming from um, this guy i see that 
you know, it may have, you may have absorbed it unintentionally mm-hmm. and Absolutely. kind of it's collecting around your belly. Have you been having digestive issues? No, I haven't. Okay. Cause this can come, you know, up around the tummy is like power stuff, digestive stuff, um, anything like that, but it's wanting to release. And one of the best ways to release it is through like a salt bath or a healing, like healing bath. And I don't know if you plan on coming to like Sedona or something like that, but I just see um, a place that in Arizona that has water where you can just kind of dip yourself into it and, and release some heavy energy would be really helpful. I love water. <laughs> so I'm going to actually be in Tucson, but, um, Oh, I used to yeah. live in Tucson. It's, it's I beautiful there too. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you. That is really helpful. And of course. I think I do need to release that for sure. So, well, since you said Tucson, you so before you go yeah. write down this okay. sanctuary okay. cove. Okay. They have a labyrinth there that you can walk and like just bring a crystal or something that you want to put as an offering, but it's a great place to release stuff. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for calling in. Lots of love to you. And we have Elise up next. I just opened you up. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you ladies? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for allowing me to talk to you both today. Um, of course. My first time, so I'm I'm a little nervous, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I, and I love listening to your um, podcasts and videos and everything, oh, Helena. By the way. Oh, and, awesome! Thank you. Yes, and so my, I'm not sure if I really have a question per se. Um, I'm having a difficult time trying to let go of um it was a a gentleman he was a friend from high school um i'm 67 so (laughs) i'm older and i had been divorced for 20 years so basically he reached out to me and we kind of connected um pretty well considering um and then um I think because of the fact that I had been out of the dating scene for so long, I was a little, I don't know what do you want to say, naive or green or whatever, because <laughs> I was married to my ex-husband for, you know, 25 years and I had gone out with him for, you know, most of my life. So um, anyways, and, you know, we did date quite a bit. Um, I guess I didn't listen to him because things went so well in the very beginning, he said he wasn't really looking for a relationship right now. And unfortunately, you know, what was said and what happened were two different things. Basically, after about a year, he just ghosted me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I had a hard time, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, I didn't want to go ahead and chase him or anything else. I figured, well, you know, I, I, I don't really have an answer of what happened yet. Um, I think it just, the trust issue came into play for me again, you know, Um, and I'm just wondering whether or not if it's, this is like a normal thing or if I should just, um, 
because uh, you know to be honest with you he it was so good that i really thought that you know it could last for a long time and then that happened so well first off i'm you know i i can understand how you would feel what you're feeling like i don't think um i think it's important right to just validate everything first uh-huh. Okay. And I wouldn't say that that's necessarily normal, but what is normal, right? Exactly. So what's coming up immediately as you were talking, right, when you said that he ghosted you is yeah. I, I just feel like there was um, a level of vulnerability, emotional vulnerability that he may have sensed that he wasn't willing to to show you. It was almost like, he hit his threshold for what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and sense like, because he, yeah. When I addressed the fact that, you know, um, you know, it would be nice to do different things. I mean, we, there was like intimacy, but not, not sex or anything, you know, yet mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, we really didn't do a lot. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was like, we will, we will, you know, he'd say that. And nothing was happening. It's like the, uh, you know, words and actions were not equalizing. Right. So, but but I, all I want to say is that when you're right, because when he said something about um, his ex from years ago, it, you know, he shared something and he says, I can't believe I just told you that. And then yeah. it was like, not probably about three weeks later that, you know, he just disappeared. <laughs> so yeah, it's almost like he he hit his quota and he wasn't even expecting to share that much with you and then he right. let himself go there and it was like, "Oh my god, she's going to see what? she's going to see the real me, only yeah. bolt before she bolts kind of thing." Um yeah. but it still doesn't feel good and I'm sorry that that happened. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um I mean, is it I guess the question is because you know, I because it was it seemed so good, is it um should I not expect anything ever down the road or I would. Yeah. I mean, I'm really getting a strong, like this is somebody that you, um, that helped you to believe in love again. Okay. And yeah, it's a, I I wouldn't count on him coming back, but I also would just observe if there's any emotions that come up around, well, I should have known better. Like if you're beating yourself up, um, love that uh, similar to, I think the first caller, like love that part of yourself that is just trying to be so hard on yourself and say, wow, okay, that's what we're doing now. Okay. I love you anyway. (laughs) I love you anyway. Oh boy. Are you hitting it on the head? (laughs) (laughs) That was what I thought of is that, okay, my lessons are, you know, that after all this time I can still, you know, open my heart to love someone again. Mm. And, you know, uh, so, which is good. It is, it's a nice thing. It's just, you know, like you said, it's difficult to uh, let go of the parts that were, you know, seemed so good. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's okay. It's okay. Cause I, yes. I, I truly feel in my heart. I mean, I don't know if you, have any feelings or not but I feel that there is somebody for me you know when divine timing is right (laughs) yeah well the other thing yeah the other thing that's coming to to share real quick is that yeah he he made the choice 
right? Like right. he made the choice, but that is not a reflection on your lovability. So okay. they're not, you know, they don't go together. So to speak, okay. it's like, oh, he chose to walk away. That That's an interesting choice, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> Without a word. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, like I said, you know, that, that was, it's just, I've done a lot better than, cause this happened back in July. So, um, you know, things are like on the other side for me. Um, I was just curious whether or not, you know, if there's anything, uh, I guess I'm still feeling a little bit, you know, like you said, you know, blaming myself, what did I do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I know yeah. it's not. You know, it's not me. Like you said, he made this choice and that's it. And that's fine. You know, these were just lessons for me. It's amazing how common this situation is. I don't know if you can see the chat. There's so many people in the chat saying, I just experienced something similar. Oh. Actually, 100% of my current clients are in their 60s right now. And it's yep. actually something I'm really finding for people who were married for a long time, then haven't dated for a long time. Right. They're kind of susceptible to this because they're just kind of not experienced currently. And, and so yeah. it's easy to fall for the guy where it feels really good, but usually mm -hmm. there's an indicator right at the beginning. He either says he's not looking for a relationship. He's mm -hmm. commitment avoidant right away yep. or commitment phobic. And you just fall for them anyway. And yeah. it's almost like these guys come along and they just for, you know, 16 months, 18 months, it's so yes. common. And it just kind of like activates something in you. I think Deanna said helps you believe in love again. Right. And then I don't believe this will ever happen to you ever again. You just know too much now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it'll, you will never, ever, ever experience this ever again. Anyone who's gone through this, you know what signs to look for. You know to believe a guy when he tells you he's exactly. not looking for something serious, right? And then exactly. I just really feel for you the next guy that comes along is going to be so much better. And then after that, if there's another one, so much better. And oh. you're absolutely going to get everything you want. There's just no way that it can't happen you, for Helena. you. For He's just a stepping stone. So stepping stone. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's go. just such a common thing. So don't yeah. beat yourself up. Be Thank really you, gentle with yourself. That. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ladies. Thank you Thank so you. much. I really, really enjoyed this. You're welcome. Have You're welcome. Thank time. you so much for listening. coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think that's the most live callers we've ever had, Deanna. <laughs> We're already over an hour. Um, I'm just going to check in with the chat and we can do some, some readings for everyone. I'm going to scroll back up to the top. Is that okay? Do you have a few extra minutes? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I'm just going to look for some questions. Oh, Nick says to everyone calling in, you are brave. You're strong. Sharing your stories and being vulnerable, especially in a space like this can be so hard in doing this. You are owning your power. I totally mm. agree. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Let's see. We have uh, Tiffany. I want a reading for my future relationship after this recent breakup. I just can't handle it anymore. I'm heartbroken. She says, Oh, I'm so sorry. Breakups yeah. are just they're so tough because they bring up so many different aspects, right? That we didn't even realize we still had. So I'd be happy to just pull a card around a future relationship for Tiffany. Okay. Well, I got the breaking trail card, which is very promising. It says a breakthrough is at hand. And this is image of like a farmer, just like literally breaking through this like <laughs> big field. And so 
whatever, um, whatever issues you had in this last relationship, similar to what Helena uh, just shared with the live caller, you've been there, done that. You won't make those same, um, I don't even want to call them mistakes, but that's the only word that's coming mistakes again. And the next, the next relationship that you have will feel like a breath of fresh air. But first it's like, you may have to go into the weeds. Like you may have to go into those fears that are coming up. Um, and, you know, I would suggest the, uh, the tip that I shared where you take the fears and turn it on its head and really start to rebuild the mindset because I do see somebody is going to come in, but not right away. Um, there's still some processing that needs to happen. Okay. Hope that was helpful. Tiffany, let us know if you have any follow-up comments. Vivi says, what is the energy around my long-term relationship regarding marriage and an amazing love life in our future? I pulled gates of triumph. It says success expands in your life. So I see like the biggest limit right now is in your mind. Um, making sure that you express your desires to your partner and really knowing that you can have exactly what you want, not just what you think you can get. Okay, beautiful. Love it. Tiffany wrote back in. Oh, thank you. So that last reading was helpful. Laura says, are readings possible when ongoing infidelity has been discovered? Well, I mean, readings are always possible, but what's the <laughs> question? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she may be in a relationship where infidelity has been discovered. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I could just pull a general card for this. Okay, so I got answering the call. The time is now. And it's a goddess that's kind of um, leaving through a very, like, decorative gate into the forest. So my take on this, just really quick, um, is that you are kind of done. Like, you're done with either the infidelity or with um, the pattern that you've seen. But there may be some fear about stepping through that gate, right? Because the gate is super ornate and beautiful, but it's kind of like... I need to see what's on the other side. Um, so it's really, you know, I think the question is if you, um, you know, if you want something different, then the actions need to be different too. And that may require taking a leap of faith and going into the unknown. Beautiful. Hope that was helpful. And good spirit. Yes, I can see your question. You're actually up next. She said, I love you, ladies. I feel very inspired to contact a new man. I'd be sending him an audio letter and I'd love a confirmation or clarity. What is the energy around my introduction letter to a new man? So funny. So I, before I even pulled the card in my head, I heard, keep it really simple. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the card that I got is narrow pathway. Um, tread thoughtfully. So it's like really um, keep it light, keep it clear. And most importantly, before you record or send that audio, get yourself in a really grounded space um, so that it's coming across from your heart and not from, you know, your head. Okay. Hope that was helpful. Let us know Tracy's up next. She says, what is the energy around a potential relationship with a new man? John and I had a fantastic first date a week ago. 
Okay. So it's interesting. Um, I feel like there's, there's definitely chemistry in this connection and, um, you both kind of have similar fears around <laughs> like perfectionism, like wanting to present your best self, which is so normal in the beginning. But I just get that um, if you can really be open with him, that this could progress very nicely. I pulled a card and it said, reach your destination. And it says your light is shining brightly. So I feel really good energy around this. It's just how much are you going to reveal to each other and how much are you going to present? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I see how that could be helpful for anyone in a new dating relationship. I love it. Okay, Joanna asks, can I have a general reading regarding my romantic relationship? Thanks in advance. So that's funny. Everything that happens, you know, during these readings can apply. And there's an ice cream truck that's going by my house right now. (laughs) And your message around relationships is remember to have fun. Like, I feel like you've been doing a lot of inner work, um, which is great. But remember that there's a lightheartedness and a silliness, a silly side to you that wants to come out and that is so attractive to men. So um, let that part out a little bit more. Love it. Again, I can see how that would be helpful for anybody, really, in all situations. So Lee says, I would truly appreciate a reading or some guidance around my personal relationship. Many thanks. So I pulled a card. It got far away places. It says, get ready for new horizons. So get ready to do things differently. Um, I just see that, you know, your dating may actually take you to different places quite literally. Um, And it also feels like you may have some unconventional relationships that are really interesting and and just fun. Um, So just, you know, enjoy, enjoy the journey. And if you do feel the strong pull to go check out like another restaurant or another city, uh, listen to that intuition, because I do see that you're meant to have um, relationships that don't necessarily fit conventional uh, modes. And that's actually a good thing for you. Love it. Okay. Oh, this is resonating with everybody. It's so fun to see the chat. Teresa says, we'll love a reading. I wish I could see the chat. I know. (laughs) Uh, Teresa, there's so many. I hope you can stay a little longer. There's definitely a few more I'd love to get to. So Teresa says, we'll love a reading about my current partner if we will marry in the future. Teresa. Oh, well, I pulled rainbow blessings. It says blessings are showering your life. So I mean, it feels like marriage is possible. Again, um, it's going to come down to, you know, do, have you expressed this desire and have you expressed it in a lighthearted way? Um, I see that the more that you can get into that space, if it's already happening, the faster it will come. And Helena, I know you talk about this a lot. It's like being satisfied with the, with knowing that it's already on its way. Mm-hmm. Satisfied with where you are and eager for what's coming, right? It's the perfect point yes. of attraction for everybody. Not necessarily with this one specific man, but eager for what's coming because you know you get to have what you want. If what you want is to get married and have a beautiful love relationship or family, whatever it is, that's an absolute guarantee to you. So get excited about that and then watch what happens, right? Yes. Um, Good Spirit wants some clarification with the introduction letter to a new man. She's wondering what you mean by saying, keep it narrow. 
Oh, don't make it so long. <laughs> totally agree. Completely agree. Even just from a general, you know, dating standpoint, <laughs> short and sweet is always the way to go. Okay. Maya says, what is the energy around my love life? What was her name? Maya, M-A-Y-A. Okay. I got journey by moonlight. Believe in magic. So where have you been recently jaded in love? Looking at where maybe you have some beliefs that are not supportive of the type of relationship that you want and going into that space of, you know what, I can have what I want. And I am a magical person who manifests my intentions into reality. Love it. Beautiful. Okay. I'm just scrolling all the way up to the top of the chat to make sure we didn't miss anybody. If you just give me a second. I think we may have gotten to all of these. I thought I saw a question from Jessica. Here we go. Yes. Jessica says, was hoping for a general reading, what to look forward to this month, potential for a new relationship, perhaps. Thank you and bless you all that are here. Okay, Jessica. All right. So Jessica, I got fellow travelers. Support is all around you. This is one of my favorite cards. There's like a peacock, but you know, when we see peacocks, they're usually like just flaunting their feathers. This peacock is gorgeous, but its feathers are down and it's just like serene and calm and it's looking at a rainbow. So this is you. It's about, you know what? Like no matter where I go, no matter what happens, like I know that I'm I'm beautiful and I know that I can have what I want and and the universe wants to take care of me and support me. Love it. That's helpful for everyone, I'm sure, too. Jennifer says, I would love a general reading of what energy is out there for me, please. Jennifer. Huh? I pulled the same card. I forgot who I pulled this for. I think Lee. Far away places. Get ready for new horizons. But it's interesting. When I look at this for you, what I get is um, writing. I don't know why, but writing down your feelings, keeping a journal could be really helpful. And you may find that you meet people from, from other countries. Like I'm seeing dates from like men that are not necessarily born in the U S love it. Does that resonate with you, Jennifer? I'd love to hear everyone saying thank you for the clarification. Yes, this resonates. Even people who didn't have questions are saying that all your messages are resonating. So I think that was it. If I missed anyone's question, feel free to type it into the chat last minute. And let's see. I just wanted to make sure I did, I got to everyone. There were so many questions in the chat and they kept jumping around. I think there were about <laughs> 75. So hopefully we oh got my to gosh. everybody. I know. Okay. Yeah. Jennifer says she'll be traveling this month and next. Interesting. Oh, it's so cool. amazing how specific you are, Deanna. Would you want to pull one for me too? I'm always so excited. To oh, hear yes. You absolutely. <laughs> okay. What does Helena need to know right now? Passion and pleasure. Savor your life. And it's this um, gorgeous like gypsy scene. So there's a Gypsy dancing around with a tambourine. There's a violinist. There's some onlookers. But I see you as the one with the tambourine. It's like things are going well for you. Like completely enjoy it. And also let yourself be taken away um, by, you know, things that like you can't, like better than you can even imagine. It's just like complete abandon and pleasure. 
I love that. Amazing. I have to say every reading you've ever given me has completely been so spot on and has totally come true. A few episodes back, you said that you saw us moving and it was just felt so impossible, but it was something we really wanted and that's all happening. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And it's just, everything's falling into place so perfectly and your readings are always so helpful for everyone, not just me. So thank you so much. Okay. I wanted to give some people time to type in any last minute questions. I think we got to everybody. I know you mentioned amplify your love energy. I forgot to ask you about that or talk about that at the beginning. Would you like to let everyone know what that is, if it's still available. And when the replay of this post, that'll be the first link in the description. Yeah. So it is actually a self-paced course. um, That's all, it's like video lessons. You can do them whenever it feels right for you. But the way that I designed it is, you know, to help you really start to unblock and see the things that you need to see in order to bring more of that love energy into your space. And it's for anybody that's, you know, single and wanting a relationship, or perhaps you're in a relationship, but something feels off. um, And you want to kind of recapture that passion and that connection to yourself. It's really, really um, easy to follow. And, um, and it's, you know, it's kind of timeless. So even when things are going well in your relationship, the exercises that I share in there, which are, you know, a combination of practical advice, and spiritual things that um, I share with private clients to help them magnetize their energy. They, you know, can help you from anything from love life to career, um, you know, and even pulling, like pulling in a new house, whatever it is that you want. Love energy, love frequency is the highest frequency there is. So learning how to work with it is really, really important. If you're listening to the replay of this on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else, I'll include that. That'll be the first link in the description. I'll also include different ways to get a hold of you if you're doing Oracle readings privately or private coaching around relationships or anything. I'll include links to all ways people can get in touch with you because I'm sure people would maybe want some more guidance from you in a more private setting. So this was amazing, Deanna. Yeah, everyone in the chat, thank you so much. This is the most interaction and live callers and live listeners we've ever had. So thank you guys so much for being (laughs) here. I'll be back in, I believe, two weeks. So just every other Tuesday, three o'clock p.m. Pacific time, which is six o'clock p.m. Eastern time. If you're listening to the replay of this and you'd like to join me live for my broadcasts on Bullhorn, it's totally free. It's so user-friendly. I'll include a link to download the Bullhorn podcast app in the description as well. So you can join me and call in and get your personal questions answered. I have some great experts coming up over the next few months. So I'm really excited to connect with everyone again. Thank you so much. And Deanna, thank you so much again. Thanks for staying over. I know we went way over on time, but this was amazing. I had a blast. I love doing this. Thank you so much for having me, Helena, and everybody. I hope that it was helpful. And yeah, just remember that you are love and there's nothing that you need to push or force. You are love and just let love come to you. Beautiful. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope to talk with you again soon. Deanna, thank you so much. Bye. Bye, everyone.
if you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.